0: Hi, my name is Joe Painter. Welcome to another edition of What's the Story? here on The People Chronicles. I'm very excited to share this story with you, in particular, because Andrea reached out to us through the website, thepeoplechronicles.com, and you can do the same if you uh, hear of, or know about, or are part of a story that you think should be shared. Andrea thought that. Andrea McHenry, thanks for joining
1: us. Thank you for having me. And thank you for reaching out.
0: Thank you. You got my attention. Oh. You said you, there's a non-profit in Berks County, and it's called Free From HT, or Free From Human Trafficking, correct?
1: Yes, we are free, which stands for Freedom and Restoration for Everyone Enslaved, and we are a non-profit organization out of Berks County that fights human trafficking.
0: A couple of things come to mind. I mean, when we think about human trafficking, all you have to do is say that word, and you probably have an image of what that is. and. I'm going to guess, and it's purely a guess. Mm -hmm. Most of us don't think, whatever we think it is, that it's here in Berks County. Is that a fair statement?
1: Right. That would be a fair statement, Joe. When we think of human trafficking, there's two types of human trafficking. We have labor trafficking and sex trafficking. And sex trafficking and sexual exploitation is where our main focus is at free. But when we think of these things, we often think of overseas, which we know human trafficking is very prevalent overseas, but it's also very prevalent in the United States. And it's not just girls being trafficked into the United States, but it's our own girls and uh, youth that are being trafficked right within the United States. It's been recorded in all 50 states.
0: All right, I want to back up. You said youth, how young?
1: 12 years old is the average age youth enter sex trafficking, the sex trafficking industry, so 12 years old which is so young. Um, I have a daughter who's 14, so I cannot fathom Mm -hmm. this. I cannot fathom anyone being trafficked, but our youth are at great risk of being trafficked. How about our young boys? Our young boys are being trafficked as well. Many times we think of just women, and Mm -hmm. we think of just girls, Mm -hmm. but boys are trafficked as well. The majority of trafficking victims, statistics tell us are women and girls, but boys absolutely are trafficked as well. Our runaway youth are at high risk of being trafficked within 48 hours.
0: Within with, 48 without,
1: hours? Within 48 hours, youth that are on the street are approached by a pimp, by a trafficker, within 48 hours.
0: Before we get into all of these statistics and the, the sobering, they're super. I, mean, I can feel my heart going because, mm-hmm. and I have children. Perhaps you do. Maybe uh, younger siblings. Maybe nieces and nephews or grandchildren. So it goes. It goes right here. Yeah. Oh my goodness. How did you get involved in this? What what compelled you to become engaged in free F R E E from H T or human mm-hmm. trafficking?
1: Yeah, um, free was founded in 2009 by Bob Morrison and at that time I had just started volunteering with the organization I was studying social work at Reading Area Community College okay. and I just found when we had to write papers I would always I just started to choose human trafficking
0: why uh, that's what I'm trying to find out why. I'm not
1: sure why I initially did I just did some research and I remember writing my first paper and as I was writing my heart rate would actually like it would it was exciting to me And I don't mean that in happy about human trafficking, but it's just something that I knew was stirred in my heart. And then I found every time I had to write papers, it would always be about human trafficking. And I found free and I started to volunteer and I just knew I was positive this is what I was called to do with my life, uh, to be an advocate for those enslaved. And a couple years ago, um, Bob Morrison moved to Mexico for long-term missions with his family and he handed the organization over to someone else and I continued to volunteer throughout the years and then about a year and a half ago when that director was stepping down, I just knew I, would ha- I needed to take over uh, and be director of the organization because without free, there isn't that organization in Berks County raising the awareness and I could not let that happen. So I took over the organization a year and a half ago.
0: When you started at, at RAC mm-hmm. and you were doing social work and um, you wrote this paper as you said, mm-hmm. you felt your heart racing. Mm-hmm was there a a, an aha moment a shock moment something that you connected to that that was the determining factor in saying hey this is my life's work
1: yeah i think just researching all of the statistics and and i think that aha moment was when i realized this is not just something that happens overseas Mm -hmm. this is happening in the united states um, and this is happening to our girls and our boys and women and to me the more I read, and the more facts that I that I found, it's in my opinion one of the worst crimes against humanity that's happening today. Um, Twenty-seven million slaves worldwide today. So it's a staggering number. It's a staggering number. It's a staggering. So
0: how did you? Uh, realize or when did you realize hey it's not just in the United States which
1: is sobering in and of itself mm-hmm. but it's here it's in Berks it's County. It's in Berks County. We do not have um, specific statistics in Berks County unfortunately but I remember reading uh, this was a few years ago there was a man that had a human trafficking ring in mm-hmm. the Reading area yeah. and I remember reading it and thinking it, it, it's really here. It's really here, and something needs to be done. Um, these, these, these victims do not have a voice. Right. Um, so we need to be their voice. Um, so that's what we do. We be their voice.
0: i got to tell you, Angela, I didn't know that Free From HT, that's the website, is that correct? Freefromht.org. I, I would encourage you to go there because we can all be part of the solution here. I didn't know this organization existed for seven years now, since 09.
1: Yeah. So what is it you do? What we do is we are an advocacy group. We are mm-hmm. all volunteers, so it's a small group of us, and we raise awareness. We educate the community, we equip, we empower, and we educate is what we say, so people can know what human trafficking is, can know the key signs and indicators. We give them the resources that they need to be able to spot it. Um, there's a human trafficking resource number out of Players Project in Washington, D.C. It's a national number that you can call if you have a tip or if you see something suspicious. So we, we just really equip and empower our community to take action against it. And we do prevention work with youth. That's been a main focus for us um, to prevent our youth from being trafficked. How do we do that?
0: Is there something you can share that we know so that we we can help be part of the the solution and prevent
1: this? Yeah. Well, as far as as youth, Mm -hmm. are you asking? Mm -hmm. Well, we really look for people to make those connections for us. So not only do we call places and say, hey, can we come in to your youth group, to your class, Okay. Um, we love for people to make those connections and say hey we would like we I, I'm going to make that connection I'm going to contact uh, my youth group and see if you can come in I'm going to contact my class my Girl Scout troop my Boy Scout troop
0: so you're you're engaging youth and equipping, equipping them with the knowledge to, to know oh that's dangerous stay away you know don't be duped absolutely okay how about um, once once you're duped hmm okay you're in yeah you're, you are being sex trafficked yeah what are those signs that we might see as a community mm-hmm. to maybe reach out and help that child?
1: Yeah. Um, if you have a student, let's say, in your class. Wait a minute.
0: So I, I, you just gave me a whole different visual. So mm-hmm. now there could be a student that's going to school every day Absolutely. and is being
1: sex trafficked? Absolutely. Wow, that's a different picture. Absolutely. Okay. Um, there are youth that um, will go to school I know of one particular person who went to school after school was trafficked and was then home later in the day. So when we think of sex trafficking, we cannot put it in a box and think it it's always looks like this. It is always going to look different for each individual.
0: Are there common signs, though, that we might spot so that perhaps we can reach out to that child?
1: Yes. If you see a tattoo all of a sudden, um, Pimps and traffickers tend to tattoo their victims. So if you see a tattoo on a neck or an arm, something that wasn't there previously and is now there, a name, a barcode many times because they're considered property. Um, That previous case that I was talking about in the writing Area, he had each one of the girls in his sex trafficking ring um, tattooed with a name. Um, If you see a girl or a youth that's withdrawn was outgoing but is now withdrawn grades drop if you see someone who was shy but now seems overly outgoing so behavior changes behavioral changes changes in cleanliness uh, marks bruises if you see a girl um, who is now coming into school or youth group with a expensive handbag or expensive shoes Um, The grooming process is what pimps and traffickers do to gain that girl's trust. Mm -hmm. So what they do in that time period is start giving them gifts, giving them things that they may, they or their family may not be able to get for themselves. So it's a way to kind of pull them in slowly. So if you start to see, hey. You know, she's she's got a lot of new clothes and a lot of new purses.
0: Some of the things you're describing Mm -hmm. um, have often been shared as these are behavior changes you might see and equate with drug use or drug abuse. Yes. So similar similar things like that. So perhaps Mm -hmm. we can't see a behavior change and go, oh, there might be drugs there. It could Mm -hmm. be any number of things. We shouldn't be quick to judge that.
1: Absolutely. It could be any number of things. Typically. And I'm starting to think there's not a typical
0: case necessarily. But typically, these girls that you're talking about, that are perhaps in school and then are trafficked after school and then going home. That's telling me, okay, they're going home to
1: parents. Mm-hmm. Are parents perhaps missing the sign? Parents can miss the signs, yes. And and we're, when we're talking about sex trafficking, pimps and traffickers will will try to groom, and they will go after the girls that they believe are more vulnerable, meaning lower self worth. Um, lack of good identity of themselves already maybe
0: parents aren't home necessarily? parents aren't home okay
1: absolutely so it, it just may be something that's being missed and again some girls are abducted um, so it, it it always looks different can you share um
0: briefly maybe i'm going to assume and i know i should never do that mm-hmm. but in the past seven years Uh, Beyond education, perhaps you were able to help um, uh, one or two or more girls off the street without names, even ages. Mm -hmm. What does that story look like?
1: Unfortunately for this area, we do not have um, a transitional home or shelter for women coming out of trafficking. We don't have the resources. So we don't see a lot of the stories of women coming out in this area because there's not really anything to come out to. So you've never been able to get somebody to a shelter or to another place we have we have received calls where we've gotten through the years have been able to call other um, shelters as close as close of a distance as we can so that's really what we can offer right now so what does
0: that story look like without name. so it's it's jane mm-hmm. and you were able you had a call and you were mm-hmm. able to reach out so you brought maybe some closure or maybe the beginning of a new life or a new chapter mm-hmm. for her what's what, what does Jane's story look like
1: Jane's story looks like getting a t- to a transitional home where she can receive the counseling when sex trafficking it is a complex trauma what's she
0: feeling at that point is
1: she grateful
0: is she scared uh, what she is, is
1: scared on? it is very hard to get victims to self-identify so if you even have a victim that says I'm a sex trafficking victim that's a huge that's a miracle in and of itself so once a a victim self identifies because they look at these people as their boyfriends, they they will say it's my boyfriend. They love me. Okay. I love them, and they love me. So once we they they self identify they and they get to that shelter, then then that starts the journey for them of really no longer becoming a victim but becoming a survivor.
0: That's hope mm-hmm. and something we could all take a part in. I, I like the. I'm grateful. I want to say mm-hmm. thank you oh, for thank the work you. that you're doing for mm-hmm. sharing it here, because I think sex trafficking, human trafficking, is one of those topics that well, you know, it just doesn't feel good, so you don't talk about mm-hmm. it, and yeah. and that seems to lend an atmosphere to allow it to continue. Is That's that
1: right? That's absolutely fair. What we have found is people they just still have a hard time understanding that it's here, mm-hmm. and I think um, it's out of sight, out of mind. Right out of sight out of mind so you're not letting that happen you're putting a big old light on this that's right we're not going to let that happen we're going to continue to shine the light in that darkness
0: are there particular places that you go specifically or is it just everywhere in general in brooks we go
1: everywhere in brooks county Uh, main focus for us is here in reading Um, so just recently we had an outreach day where we went down Franklin Street in Reading which we know is known to be a high prostitution area and we know that nine out of ten prostitutes are actually sex trafficking victims so we we went down with toiletries and feminine products and are ready to hand them out as needed and just really praying and just just being a presence down there and and building relationship we're not going with the intent of rescuing anyone or putting anyone at risk of being hurt Mm -hmm. because that's dangerous but we're just going um, just to let let them know we care.
0: And I guess the other angle is to always be aware. Everybody plays a part. Absolutely. So if you get rid of the demand.
1: That's the biggest.
0: Out of, <laughs> so, you know, that it's, it's girls aren't there because that's what they want to
1: do. That's right. That's not what they want to do. So it's, it's changing that, that those cultural mindsets yep. um, that this is, they, they want to be there and this is what they want to be doing. What do you need most? But what we need most is we need people to be involved. We want people to take ownership of this and say, we will not allow this in our communities any longer. Um, That's what we really need, people to come together and say, no more.
0: And it's in the suburbs as
1: well as in Reading? It is in the suburbs, it is in the country, it is everywhere. If anything, you know, when you're talking about going into the suburbs, that's where girls are going to be brought, they're being brought where, There's a lot of money um, because that's who's paying for them, people with a lot of money. So it's everywhere.
0: This is sad, but um, hopeful, hopeful because we can all play. So how do we get a hold of you or how do we get in contact with Free From HT?
1: Yeah, we have a website, freefromht.org. On there, you can find all of our information. We have a Facebook page, all of our upcoming events, um, my email, my phone number. So everything's on there that you would need to know.
0: That's an easy one to remember. Yeah. Free from HT.org. Org. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This actually is a story that's full of hope because we can all make a difference just by talking about it and, and no longer pretending it doesn't exist mm-hmm. and knowing that it is in our own backyard. So let's put an end to it. Andrea, thank you for it.
1: thank you very much for your work. Thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate it. You're my pleasure.
0: Want to know more about who's doing what in Berks County? Check out the stories on thepeoplechronicles.com. These community stories are made possible in part by BCTV, Susie Ray Design, Queen City Family Restaurant, Lamar Advertising, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, Reading Air, Lions and Hole, Peanut Bar, and Kutztown University.